Good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to Derek Talk. You know, like I said, sometimes I use notes for the show simply because I need to quick reference some things. I'll, I'll walk around with some index cards and be like, OK, you need to say this. You need to say that. You know, I'm not saying I'm necessarily rehearsed, but sometimes, you know, it's hard to just go off the dome. It's hard to just speak your mind and just articulate what you're trying to say without using those cheat notes. You know, when you when you studied or crammed for a hard test in high school and you had the little notes, you know, the cliff notes that you could kind of quick reference. I do that sometimes on Derek Talk. Um, this morning, I was having a very interesting conversation with my brother. And, you know, when I really think about it and the death of takeoff, you know, took my mind so many places. You know, I'm from one emotional extreme to the other because that death just it's just like Tupac's death or so many other rappers I started to think like why is they why is there such a hatred for African-American men I really feel that way sometimes like and from other black men you know not necessarily we know that society has issues with black men we know that when you go apply for certain jobs they're just going to look your resume could be you know spotless but there's going to be a little bit more scrutiny when you're a black man. We know that when you walk in Key Bank or Bank of America or wherever you bank and you apply for that loan for a business or to expand your business or a housing loan, we know that when you're a black man, it's going to be a little bit harder. Do you have collateral? Can you pay back the loan? You know, a black man, we're going to face a little bit more scrutiny. We know that when you're pulled over by law enforcement, you know, put your hands on that steering wheel because you're a black man and those tenant windows and you might have a firearm, you might have a weapon, you're a black man. I mean, that's just some of the things that black men have to endure in America. But, and again, I'm just speaking off the dome. There is, it, it just seems to me that there's an underlying hatred and I'm not going to call it envy, but... Okay, let's use primetime Deion Sanders, for example. You know, he's the coach of what Jackson State Uni University, which is a HBCU. We talk about historically black colleges and universities. He's the coach. He took that job. So he was on game day, him and Stephen A. Smith. And, and, you know, Stephen A. was doing, being Stephen A., he was talking about the game. And so many people commented that, they didn't want to see a HBCU. They hated Deion Sanders prime time, even though he was a great uh, was it was it a wide receiver for the Falcons? And he had that colorful personality. He's prime time Deion Sanders. Some of the comments about this man were just shocking. Like basically people were saying Jackson State didn't didn't belong on national television or they don't want to see a HBCU. They were saying that college game day has gone down tremendously, you know, since the addition of, you know, HBCUs. And they don't want, you know, a historically black college or university to get that type of notoriety, you know. And they were basically saying that, you know, Deion Sanders what was not worthy of being in that slide. Like, why is there such a hatred for African-American men? And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. Is it Ime Adoka? The guy that supposedly he's accused of cheating on Neil Long. He was suspended indefinitely from the Boston Celtics organization. Now the Nets are offering him a job. He's being offered a job by the Nets, which basically said, and I said this loud and clear, one monkey don't stop no show. 
I don't feel like that man's personal life. And of course, they're saying that he slept with, you know, the coach's wife. Is it? I don't want to be misquoted here, but it was a real bad situation there. He was suspended from the Boston Celtics organization, but now he's being offered a very lucrative position by the Nets. So many people are like, no, there, sh there should be repercussions. You know, what kind of message do does that send to women? Like, why is there such an underlying hatred for African-American men? I don't, I really don't get it. Like, and I guess the death of takeoff, you know, it kind of put me in that mindset. Like we as black men have to climb through so many hurdles, have to endure so many situations. I'm not sure the average man that's not black has to endure those kind of situations. I don't think so. Takeoff, 28 years old. I mean, you could say he's in the prime of his career, just dropped a new album, has achieved enormous success with the Migos. And then he dies. He's killed by a black man in a parking lot at a bowling alley early in the morning. I mean, think about it. I talked about yesterday, you know, the death of Pac, the death of Biggie, Christopher Wallace, all by black men. Black men killed Jam Master J. Black men killed, a black man killed Nipsey Hussle. Earmiss. A black man killed Chinks Dollars. A black man killed Pop Smoke. A black man killed PNB Rock. And Roscoe's fried, fried Chicken. I mean, not only do we face scrutiny from society and the stereotypes and we're deadbeat dads, we don't take care of our children, we're irresponsible, we don't pay our child support, but we have to also be worried about other African-American men being jealous and envious of our success and taking our lives. So for black men in America, it really is not even a double, but a triple-edged sword. Our women, uh, he ain't this, he ain't that, you know. Sorry, don't take care of his kids. Get out of my house. Black men, and I'm praying for black men. I really am. I say this with all humility, with all sincerity, you know, talking to my you know, brother this morning. He puts things in, into perspective a lot of times for me. I, I think because a lot of the things that he says, I'm like, I never thought of that. But he's absolutely spot on. He talked about privately owned prisons, which I had no idea. You know, I thought prisons were owned by the state municipality. You know, a prison is owned by the state. That's something that state funded. Those are state tax dollars that, you know, keep prisons going. He said, no, a lot of prisons are privately owned. Did you know that? They're privately owned. So if we go bid on a job, I'm a prison. I'm what name a prison. I don't know what um, Rikers Island or I don't know any prison, you know, Diego Garcia. We go bid on a contract to do an infrastructure job, to do a construction job on a highway. And that job is going to cost, say we bid two million, one point five million. Do you know the inmates only get paid thirty three cents? So I'm contracting them to do this backbreaking hard work and they're only getting thirty three cents. That's modern day slavery, ladies and gentlemen. These inmates are being I mean, that's just like, you know, my brother said, do you know that the slave, the slaves back in, you know, 
the Abraham Lincoln times and things like that. Do you know the slaves, they still made some type of income, some type of revenue. They could still build their houses and, you know, be on masses land and in the plantation, but they made some type of money. So he said the prison system inevitably, I call him conscious brother because he's quite conscious about these types of things. He said the prison system is modern day slavery. You're paying a man 33 cents to do like an infrastructure job, to do like painting or, you know, the manual labor type jobs, painting, janitorial, infrastructure, you know, building highways and stuff. When an inmate or a potential inmate does community service, y'all getting paid for that? Are you not? Is that not modern day slavery? You know, so my thing is, you know, being a black man and I'm an African-American man, 49 years of age. I just want us to start thinking more. I, I just want us to, you know, the death of uh, Takeoff, very tragic, very sad. I paid my respects and my condolences to his family, to Quavo, his uncle, because it's sad. Again, another black man we have lost. But the sad thing is, like, like I said yesterday, in a month's time or two months or three months, maybe even six months, another young rapper will die or lose his life. And I pray God that this is not true, but it's become like a repetitive thing. It's almost like all we do when they die is, you know, like Bow Wow posted a hashtag, when will it end? Or Sierra chimed in, you know, when will it stop? Gone too soon. Same thing we said when Tupac and Bill Big was killed, but nothing has changed. It was just some years ago, you know, I don't know, 20 something years ago, but nothing has changed. We are still losing African-American men at an alarm, an alarming rate and nothing has really changed. And I think the reason that nothing has really changed is that the mentality of black men has not changed. I think we're not going to the root of the problem. Typically, scientifically, when there is a problem, we go to the root. What's the root cause? When you have a toothache and you go to the dentist, that dentist is looking at, he's going to check your molars and your bicuspids. He's going to check that those gums. He's going to look at, you know, any potential. Is it halitosis? Do you have like something wrong with your gums? He's going to try to get to the root. When you go to the doctor and you're having stomach pain, he's not going to just diagnose you by, you know, he's going to run tests. He's going to do lab work. You know, he's going to say, you know, what's causing your stomach to hurt? Is it irritable bowel syndrome? Is you know, do you have, a, you know, ulcers, so a digestive problem? You know, what's the root cause of this problem? I think in the black community, we have not identified what the root cause of the losing of so many black men is. And what a resounding hand raised. And as my brother concurred, it's jealousy. It's envy. Black men are jealous of each other. The black community is jealous of other black people. It's just true. I hate to say it, but it's true. Quavo, Offset, Takeoff. Rappers. Rich rappers. They are appealing to women. They're driving million dollar cars. They're wearing expensive jewelry. To women, that's impressive. To men, we're like, ah, oh, who cares? You know, a lot of men, but to women, they like money. They like jewelry. I remember I used to wear, you know, a really nice bracelet, diamond, diamond bracelet. So many women 
when I used to go to the airport, they were oh, that's a beautiful bracelet. People like bracelets, jewelry, money, shiny things. Women are attracted to men of power. So unfortunately, as a black man, like I said in the previous podcast, when you reach a certain level of monetary success, women are going to be attracted. Men, other men are going to hate that, though. Lil Boosie said most rappers die in their own neighborhoods. He said he doesn't go back to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, because so many people die there. Young rappers, aspiring rappers die because guess who your girl is listening to? She's listening to Lil Boosie. Guess who your wife is listening to? Your daughter. They love Lil Boosie. So in the mind of a hater, in the mind of someone who is not Lil Boosie or who has not achieved that level of fame and success, instead of them saying, hey, you know what? Here's a guy that comes from the same turf I come from. Here's a guy who comes, who has walked the same paths I, I walked. He's a black man as well in America. He's made it. He's done well for himself. Instead of them, like Jay-Z said, instead of him taking that attitude, it's the opposite. It's hate. It's envy. It's jealousy. It's I want to take his place. So I'll take it. I can't achieve what he has. So I'll just kill him. I'll take his life. And that's some real talk here on Derek Talk this morning. I think our mentality as black men is very messed up. I think the hatred, the envy, the jealousy in the black community is at an all time high. When you can't go out in public, you can't enjoy your life. You have to hide or have security around you 24-7. What's the rapper? G Herbo? G Herbo or whatever the guy. He's, I think he's a Chicago rapper. He said he has security with him at all times. Not just with him, but his family. Because you have to worry about another African-American man being jealous of your success. And they're going to take your life. PNB Rock was sitting in. Uh, Roscoe's fried chicken with his girl having some leisure time with his family and some guy approaches him asks for his chain he he's combative or, and the guy just kills him Jam Master J killed no real reason no real motive XXX Tatacion went to buy a motorcycle somebody followed him in there watched him go to his car approached him shot him dead Chinks Dollars. I think he was about to blow up with the Dipset crew, according to Jim Jones. Sitting in his Beamer. Somebody kills him right there in L.A. It's just. It's just hatred and jealousy. That's that's really what it boils down to. There is no real complex explanation for this. It's not, you know, self-hate or, you know, any of that. It's just you're jealous of that man's success. You are jealous because that man is more appealing to the opposite sex. Women find him attractive. They like his car. They like his money. They like his swag. So you're going to try to eliminate that man. If you watch the video with Takeoff, he was trying to walk away. He was like, man, I'm not going to even follow you up, man. I right, go, man. Go on about your business, man. We good. We out. And the guy still killed him. He's trying to walk away from the situation and the guy still shoots him. You know what that tells me? I didn't want no beef with you. I had no problem with you. Man, I ain't got no beef. I don't have no problem. And the guy still killed him. That tells me you just hated that man that much. That's inside you. You need to work on you. That's that's that type of hate that it's like. And the word hate implies a strong dislike. But when you hate another black man enough to take his life, you need professional help, sir. You need to look in the mirror and figure out why you hate another black man that much 
enough to pull out a gun and take his life. What happened to to resolving an issue with the fist, the fisticuffs? Like Bernie Mac say, everybody's scared to take a a, beep, a, a butt whipping. Everybody's scared to get they, they, they butt whipped. So we pull out guns. Not Bernie Mac. Who said that? Um, what's the comedian from Friday? The, the African-American man that passed away. Yeah, yeah, boy. What's his name? Ice Cube paid tribute to him when he died. I can't think of his name. It doesn't come to mind. But he said everybody is afraid to take a take a ass whipping. We don't want to get beat, so we pull out our guns. That's a punk move. It takes a punk to shoot another man. You can't resolve your issues amicably. Amicably, you can't talk out your issues. We can't, you know, sell it like men. When we was in school and we had a problem with somebody, they, they took your girlfriend or they stole your lunch money. Yo, meet me on the playground. It's, it, it's going down. We about to put these dukes up. That's how men do. You don't pull out a gun. That's a punk move. Anybody can shoot somebody. So to the young men out there, man, I got love for y'all. I'm praying for y'all. But man, we need to stop with the guns. I don't even think it has nothing to do with, you know, regulating gun control in this country. I think it's the shooters. I think it's the mentality of young black men. We just have become heartless. We're jealous of each other. It's envy. Envy is the root of all. Money isn't the root of all evil. It's, it's envy. It's jealousy. In the black community. You have been listening to Derek talk. I'm just talking off the dome this morning. Rest in peace to 28-year-old Takeoff who died very tragically there in Houston. The details are still pending. We don't know exactly what happened. We're hearing all types of different things. I'm hearing that Quavo, his uncle, got into an altercation with some men. And, well, actually, the video kind of confirms that. He's trying to walk away from these guys. You know, like, man, I'm not going to even follow you up. Go, man. It's, it's dead. Let's squash it. And they still shoot him. And that just tells me there's a lot of hate there, a lot of jealousy, a lot of envy. Your girl probably was looking at Quavo. Your girl probably was looking at Takeoff. And you couldn't handle that as a man. But the reality is, if you go to a show or you in the mall, and you and a celebrity is there. I remember we was in the mall and the game was in there. Your woman gonna look at him. He's a celebrity. He's famous. That's just part of it. That comes along with that. Or Trey songs. I think I saw Ludacris one time at the mall. All the girls was going crazy here in uh, Seattle. They're celebrities. Women are going to be attracted to that. To public figures. You can't kill that man for that. That's just. That's just ridiculous, man. And we really need to identify the problem. And black men, it's okay to love each other. It's, it's okay to love your fellow black man. When I see a black man in passing in the mall or if I'm out, I automatically throw it up to him. It's just a respect thing. I'll give him the nod or whatever. I might not shake his hand, but I'll give him the nod just to acknowledge, hey, man, I see you, man. Another black man. I'm black, too. We're in the struggle together. I know what you endure being a black man. I know. It's like that invisible line. It's like that invisible energy that African-American men have to endure. And I don't think you quite understand that unless you are a black man. I'm going to just keep it a buck. I don't think you understand what African-American men go through unless you're an African-American man. You have been listening to Derek talk. Take off, rest in eternal peace and solitude. We miss you. We love what you did for the culture. 
They thought you was very uh, articulate in your flows. I listened to some of the some of your music last night. You had some bars, man. You had a lot to say and you said it well. So rest in peace, my brother here on Derek Talk. Y'all have a great day.